What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the Wyndham Championship 2023 DFS DraftKings preview. We're going to talk about some picks, GPP, cash picks, guys we're avoiding, guesses on where the chalk's going to fall. All that good stuff on this show. Pat, you did great last week holding down the fort without me. I'm back from Thank the Dominican you. Republic. I am actually more tan than it may appear. I just think, I think my lighting is bad. I did get some sun. Yeah, you can change the lighting to I make know. it look yeah. look more tan. I mean, if you look at me. Oh, is that what you've done? I mean, not really. It's just probably if had a lot of beers lately. <laughs> it makes you look more red. Speaking of that, I told you tonight I wanted to get on Planet Tito's. You're not coming with me, but I'm coming. And I'm. this is my second big pour here. I had, the, I had some tequila, tequila the first show. And you got Tito's in there? Tito's in here, baby. You got any mixer or are you just going straight Tito's? God, no. Look at that cup, dude. That's not all Tito's. It's a soda. I can't tell. It looks... Oh, you got a little soda. You got, yeah. Yeah. Nice. God, what, just a beer for me. Dude, I would be... I, I would be eliminated by, like, the 8K range if this were straight Tito's. Mm. Jeez. Do y'all have those... At your club, do you have the club pours? Yeah, they suck. Okay, our club pours are yeah no they're all they're ridiculous yeah it looks like it's almost like that drink would have been straight tito's yeah no that that's like i mean if this were straight tito's at my club it would cost you a hundred dollars like our club pour would come to like here i hate it makes me so mad yeah yeah um anyway welcome to the dfs show we are here we're gonna talk some dfs first of all let's recap the three in and I did this in the beginning of the betting show like a ding-dong because I'm rusty. But I'm going to do it again for the DFS people. Some, some, a little bit of post-mortem on the 3M Open. Okay, so some people like this. Some people don't. First of all, the chalk got absolutely bombed. Nuked. Bad. Did mooey, mm-hmm. mooey mal. Okay. Um, only three of the top 10 highest DK point scores were owned over 10%. And the highest one was 16. Finau was really the only player priced uh, above in the 9K or above range that paid off in terms of top 10 DraftKings point scores. Only three of the top 10 highest owned paid off their price at all. Two of those were in the 7K. Obviously, Lee Hodges was one of them. Um, only 2% roughly of lineups got 6 of 6 through the cut. It was unbelievable. Perfect lineup would have been Lee Hodges, Kevin Streelman, JT Poston, Martin Laird, Keith Mitchell, D. Wu. You would have made 100, you would have, you would have scored 728 and a half points. And you would have spent only $44,800 of your allotted $50,000 salary. Holy moly. That would have been two 8K players, three 7K players, and a 6K for your perfect lineup. Um, So, yeah, very balanced build there. Chalk really screwed it up for everybody this week. So, if you had had no six of sixes and you're mad at Pat because he gave you bad advice and he didn't talk up Lee Hodges, who he's literally talked up every week that Lee Hodges has played till Kingdom Come, if you're mad about it, don't be mad about it because literally no one else got six to six. Yeah, it was a bad week. Mm-hmm. It's that was my worst week of this of the year, I think. Mm. Not through the show, but I think just from the actual lineups I played, which is a little bit lighter than normal anyway. But um, I mean, we do our Better Sports Network show on Tuesdays, and we do a cash lineup. But I had to do it by myself last week, and I got I missed four cuts. <laughs> Holy. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, like a ding-dong, tried to do my so-bet round-robin top 40 with zero research. You know, I was like, I was sitting in the Dominican, and I literally, I mean, listen, it was great. I, we, I, we, I, lit- I unplugged for the most part. I, I saw a picture of you reading a book, and it was, I, I, thought, I, I literally thought that there was an alien on the, on the beach. I that- relaxed. I, I, I seriously did a good job of it. But there were a few things for TJ that I had to do. And one of them was put out the SoBet Top 40 Round Robin. I shouldn't have done it. And, and when I did it, I was like, you know what? Zero research will be all I need to get me out of this slump. So I went ahead and tweeted a betting card. A, a betting mm-hmm. card. With Z, and I said, this is the zero research. I've done nothing. I'm just looking at numbers and odds, knowing what I know about TPC Twin Cities, and I'm going to fire this out there. And, yeah, I mean, literally, betting card had everybody dead. And then it was also the worst week of the SoBet 
top 40 round robin as I got zero top 40s and only one player made the cut. How many people? How many players are in the round? I robin? give out five. Only <laughs> one made the That's cut. That's almost as bad as my cash lineup. Now, now it's probably worse, really. I do have to defend myself. The round robin is up over five units since I started in, uh, in April. So, I mean, I'm, I'm up money on that. But it was the worst week I've, I've ever had. I should have. Well, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't have come to you. I, I was like, well, on Sunday. No, like, no, you should not have come to me because I, I, I would have. I was almost just as bad. And I actually did research. This game of golf we play, Pat. This game of golf we play. I, despite that, I still saw some winnings in the Nut Hut. Listen, if you're not in the Nut Hut, you need to be. Link is in the description. It's the Discord. It's, the, it's, it's where all the goodies go. Uh, and especially for football season, I'm really excited. We're going to have some. We're, we're going to have some announcements coming up of our first few guests very soon for SoBet Saturdays in the Nut Hut Discord. Every Saturday, starting at week zero with college football on August 26th, every Saturday for at least one hour, our friends at SoBet are going to send in one football handicapper to mix it up with our Discord, exclusively with our Discord, talk through the slate, talk through picks, talk through bets, talk through DFS, best ball, draft, whatever you want to do, fantasy, whatever. They're all there for you. So, and they're all vetted handicappers like everybody on SoBet. So pumped about that. It's a good reason to be in the nut hut over the fall. There's a bunch of nut hut uh, football leagues going up. Best ball drafts being discussed, a ton of that. We've got some football tools that you can use as well, beat writers and NFL Twitter and all these good things. Because our boy Emmett, who helps keep the nut hut running and going and improving it always, he's our Discord wizard. Emmett loves football more than he loves golf. Um, yeah. in terms of betting it and fantasy and all that stuff. So he, he I, I literally think he makes the nut hut during the football season, he makes it what he wants it to be, which is fine because it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, Because he just loves football. So he's way more engaged in football than he is in golf. So um, you got to get in it. Give it a shot. It's 20 bucks a month. You can cancel anytime. Give it a shot. Let's talk about it, Pat. The Wyndham Championship. We know Sedgefield Country Club. It's hosted the Wyndham for quite some time now. Final event of the regular season. You're going to hear a lot about the top 70. Uh, I said in the betting show, I don't think enough people are talking about the top 50 number because the top 50 number at the end of this week are guaranteed spots in those designated events next year. Mm-hmm. Obviously, 70 is important because that means your season continues and it's not over and you can play in the playoff event next week. Um, but I think there's kind of two, two lanes there that people should pay attention to. Um, so you're going to hear that. We're in North Carolina. Let's talk about some, uh, I, I, I always put in some nuggets, some DFS nuggets in the research thread on, in the Nut Hut, and I'm going to drop a few here. I'm not going to give you all the goods because that's for Nut Hut only, but I will say there's, a, there's been a couple of common threads, but also some very stark differences in the last two years at the Wyndham in terms of DFS, Pat. Okay. Uh, in the last two years, both lineups did not spend, the, the both perfect lineups would not have spent all their all their money they would have left at least five hundred dollars on the table uh ownership was very different though in year in 2022 it was a little bit more chalky it was like a 72 percent rough perfect lineup ownership last year 2021 it was 37 percent um what what else should i tell you i'm trying to think of a, a lot of 6k players paid off their price which is kind of funny a lot of 6K players, which I have a few I like. We'll get to the 6K draft at the end of the show. Uh, and there's, you know, there's, um, there's some decent names in there. Let's see. Let me look at the chalk. Let me give that out. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Uh, year 2022, three of the top 10 highest DraftKings point scorers were at 20% or greater. In 2021, only two of the top 10 players in DK Sports, uh, DK point score, were over. 15% ownership. But there you go. There's a couple nuggies for your DFS people. Some good nuggets, DB. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the top of the DraftKings board, Pat. Yeah. Sungjae, Hideki, Henley, and Sam Burns in the 10K range. Adam Scott, Shane Lowry, Ludwig Aberg, JT Post, and JT Justin Thomas, Siwoo in the 9K range. Boy. Uh, chalk, chalk guesses. I think, I think Poston. I agree. I think Siwoo. Somewhat agree. 
I mean, 9K Siwoo with that record and his ability to win, I yeah, think he's going to be I guess popular. You're right. Yeah. Um, and then I think, I think it's going to be between either Hideki or Henley. I think they're both going to get some chalk. They are. They're going to both get owned. And I think, I think Henley is going to be more chalky than Hideki. I think that is very, very possible. Yes. So, let me ask you this. Um, in terms of potential very low-owned pivots, Mary F. Kill in DFS. Sung J. Oh, gosh. Sung J. Uh, I'm going to go Ludwig and JT. Justin Thomas. Mary F. Kill in DFS. This is... this. <laughs> Might surprise you, but I think this is easy for me. Really? Yeah. Okay. It is. Um, Mary, Justin Thomas. So that means have have decent, considerable, possibly equitable to projected ownership exposure to Justin Thomas. Okay. Yes. Yep. F Sung J M. So that means have a little bit of Sung J in there, sprinkle maybe a dab of Sung J, but probably be lower leverage than some. If you have to yeah. play him, you're willing to play him. Yes, and, and then kill. you're gonna not play Ludwig. Yep. Hmm. I mean, ten eight Sungjae, given his form, just does feel a little yucky. Has he ever entered? I mean, has he ever entered the Wyndham playing this poorly? Not last year. I don't. I I, I think. Yeah. No. And I think twenty twenty one wasn't great. But what what Sungjae are we getting? Like, good question. Now I get I get that actually ten eight twenty twenty wasn't good, but he finished ninth. But at ten eight, you really need a lot out of him. Yeah, right? you do. Yeah. But at the Open Championship, he has a T twenty. At the Rocket Mortgage, he has a top twenty five. Misses the cut at the Scottish in the three M. I, I still think the reason you could f Sungjae. Is because he has, you know, like he definitely has the upside that I just don't think we're. I don't know. I'm not sold on Ludwig yet. I'm sold on him being a good, great player long term, a wonderful player long. But I think if I'm if I'm putting together my DFS lineup, I could just see me leaving him out, and if I'm seeing like a seven or eight percent Sungjae, which I think you could get. Uh, that's gonna be hard to it's gonna be hard to not play. I, I think I think I agree. Um I actually think I agree with your Mary F. Kill scenario. Uh, well actually no, I think I take that back. I think I would reverse Sung J and JT. But I do agree with you killing Aberg. Th- this is also of course is gonna remove his greatest weapon, which is his driver. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean his good finishes were all when he went off off the tee. Doesn't this feel also like a golf course where um maybe a little more experience is gonna help you, maybe a little less like gung ho, like you're saying, fly it off the tee and just hope and see what happens. I mean, when you see guys like Kisner win here, um Poston win here, hell, Sergio back in the day, like this is a golf course that takes like precision around the golf course. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't really think of him that way. No. I think JT is that way because JT can hit a bunch of different shots. It's a has a very very high ball flight. He can hit draws, cuts. He can do a lot of different things with the ball. I don't see that with with Aber yet. He doesn't quite have that in him yet. Sungjae, I feel like a Sungjae just can get the damn driver in order. He's going to have a good week. His driver's been the whole problem. Yeah. And it sets up everything for him. Yeah. And, and you know, he's going to come here comfortable, knows what lines to hit off the, take off the tee, knows what holes he can hit driver on, what holes he can't. I mean, because even, even for a guy who's a little shorter, like Sungjae, he's not, he still can't hit driver a lot of places here. Um, yeah. So, so basically what we're saying is of the pivot potential – you are interested more in JT. I'm interested more in Sungjae. But, mm-hmm. but we could take a dab of both. 
Well, that leads me to the rest of the guys. So, I mean, Hideki, Henley, Burns. I mean, we talked about these guys on the on the betting preview a, a pretty good bit. I talked about Sam Burns. If if by some chance Sam Burns is sub ten percent, I will happily be on it. I don't yeah, think hundred percent. I don't think that's going to happen. And I just think his of all the players in the nine K range, uh, uh, throw out Ludwig. Okay, let's see. Throw out Ludwig. Like he he's got to be towards the bottom half. Maybe even I mean you might have to throw a JT. He's got to be in the bottom half of this nine K and above range in terms of guys with high floors. He might be number one, arguably, in terms of guys who have the highest ceiling. Yeah, we said on the betting show like if if Sam Burns gains two strokes with his irons this week and puts slightly better than average for Sam Burns, he could win by six shots. But he's a little volatile with the ball striking. And so I could also see him being an easy miscut that that you're you're pissed about because he's 10k and you're eating, you know, 15% ownership on him and he tanks a lineup. When I when I I actually feel better about Russell Henley making a cut and finishing top 15 for me. I feel better about that, but I feel better about Sam Burns winning it. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I, I think when I'm looking at this range, if I'm just like a, a normal, normal person here, which I am, I'm a normal person, DB. Some have said, looking at this nine K and above range, I'm sitting there, the like Adam Scott and Shane Lowry are highlighted they're hot pink and they got like neon lights on them and but the 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 neon lights aren't saying like you're in the red disc you you know the red light district and you need to come inside because because there's some good things that are happening like i feel like they're like telling you no oh go away but i want to go into i want to go into the shop (laughs) i want to go I want to go see what's happening in there. Are there stores like that? I don't know. You know I, what? Has anyone ever thought of that? What if, like, you know, it's, it's like like a light light tells you like whether or not to go. No, come no, no, in no. no. Go. It's like if I if I if I say Pat, don't think of a don't think of a cheetah printed elephant right now. You just thought of it. You just thought of a cheetah printed elephant. Or if I yeah. say Pat, you're when you're little. It's probably a bad example. When you're little and your parents are like, listen. You can't go in this cabinet. This is you, mommy you and daddy's finger, cabinet. You shouldn't put your finger in the socket. Yeah, this is mommy and daddy's cabinet. Okay, this is special for mom. It's, mo- it's medicine yeah. for mommy and daddy. It's your liquor cabinet. Yeah. Or it's like, son, don't go in my nightstand drawer. That's where my, you know, that's where my my um late night accoutrements are. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, don't 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 go in there. There's nothing yeah. in there for you. What do you want to do? You want to go in there? God dang it! I want to go in there with everything I have. As soon as you guys, as soon as you guys go on a date night, I'm walking in there when the babysitter's not paying attention. I'm opening that drawer, and I'm going to find that's the, that's the your way Karma Sutra book. It. Okay. Yeah, you're going to find that book and a picture of Adam Scott and Shane Lowry <laughs> <laughs> doing Karma Sutra. What? Well. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's really, that's really going off the rails. Because uh, if, if we had a, if a we, lot of people that are picturing that, if you know, if you know Shane Lowry and Adam Scott, oh, I mean, there aren't many who wouldn't who wouldn't want to do some karma sutra with Adam Scott. I, I, you know, in terms of females, I don't know how many males. Um, if we had a good graphic designer on on staff full time, I would be immediately going like, hey. You know, like, pardon my take, will update their episode art every time with, like, the yeah. guests or whatever. That'd be like, right now, you need to be, you need to open up Adobe Illustrator, and I need, I need a picture of Shane Lowry and Adam Scott doing Karma Sutra <laughs> for our podcast cover. <laughs> In fact, if you just got a wild hair and you just want to do something fun, if, if you do a, if you can send us a graphic of Adam Scott and Shane Lowry doing a Karma Sutra pose, our favorite one. What will we do, Pat? What what can we give them? Uh, I tell you what, we could give them. I have. Um, 
I want to make it good. I want to. I have some really good looking of the the TJ polos. Okay, TJ polo. You know what? I we're gonna make this good. How about a beer? How about a beer? A beer sleeve. And a beer sleeve for sure. TJ polo, a beer sleeve, and uh, I'm gonna go a free year at Sobet. We'll pay for it. Okay. Free year at so free year membership at Sobet. All God, right. that'd be amazing. Anyway, so you're kind of tempted. I, I get it. I kind of get it for both of them. I yeah. talked about Shane Lowry on the betting show a good bit. I think Scott's gonna get more love with the near win in 2021. Wasn't that the year he missed like that four footer to win? Was that that tournament? Yeah, I think you're he right. had a chance of winning. Kisner mm-hmm. won. Kisner won. Um. <laughs> I think Lowry will be a little less owned. Now, they, they both need it in terms of the FedEx. Like, Lowry's at 76. Scott's at 81. I think both are very viable plays. And if there's been anything that we've learned in the last two years, at least, in terms of DFS, the 9 and 10K chalk here usually does not do well. No. Maybe, you know. So, like, we are probably going to be faced with needing to consider fading JT Poston in DFS. Because at, at what point, I mean, even look at his history. Like, there's no doubt he's playing exceptionally good golf right now. He's playing damn good golf right now. And it's hard to think about hopping off. But let's just, let's look at this. John Deere to Genesis. That was a quick trip, quick turnaround. Back-to-back weeks. Straight into the open. Straight into the 3M. So this will be his fifth week in a row, including international travel. You know, I'm not saying he's not going to try. I mean, this is, you know, he's a North Carolina kid. He loves his tournament. He's a past champion. He's playing great. But there are plenty of reasons I could find if I'm the author of the chalk bomb. And I can go ahead and tell you JT Post is going to be chalk that I could pivot off of him and do something else. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I think I, I do like him a lot, um, and a lot of people will. That's why he's going to be chalky. Um, but I, but I could definitely see where you you might want to pivot for that for those reasons. Um, but he's going to be hard to to not uh, put in your lineups. Okay. Uh, now I would play him in cash. Hundred percent. I have him written down as my cash play. I actually, you know, who I wrote down as a cash play. Shane Lowry. Okay. I mean, you get 9K Shane Lowry in this weak field. I still wonder on this, the way they do, like, how did he was T83 last year? How did that many people get through the cut line? Like, is that I, mean, right? I get it can happen, but that's a lot. Hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let me look. Uh, I can't believe Tom Kim. What a guy. Uh, no, he was T83. He played four rounds. That is a lot. A Holy lot of holy. people made it through the cut. Let's see. The cut. Uh, well, yeah, so that was DFL. So he finished DFL, 83. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, Scott did too. Scott was T76. The Kama Sutra brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the brothers should be doing it together, the Kama Sutra. I mean, got, we got to draw the line somewhere. I think incestual Karma Sutra is probably not a good thing. But it is 2023. Hell, people want to do all kinds of shit. So, well, anyway, somebody's, somebody's listening to this with their kid in their car, and their kid just went, Dad, what's Kama Sutra? Hmm. All right. Do you have that book, Daddy? <laughs> Oh, I do, but your mother lets me never, never lets me do any of it. What do you mean, Daddy? Don't worry about it, James. James. Well, I don't have the book. I just have one. It. Never mind. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh dear. Fun have fact. Have you seen the newer age Kama Sutra? Fun fact. This is dead ass. That's what the kids say, Pat, when they mean like this is for real. Someone gave me a Kama Sutra book as a wedding gift. Uh, we got one too. You did? Yes. Maybe the same person went to our but wedding. See, mine has. That's what I was gonna say. Mine has like little index cards. What? It's like trivial, like flashcards. Open it up, and it's like a flashcard. You can read on the back. Like this is what you do. 
What? Position. Yeah, it's like yeah. Flashcards. That's how you. That's how you learn quick. DB. Like if you're if for a test. Dang, dude. I don't. I didn't get flashcards. I just, you don't got to get it all into the reading of the book. Yeah, you yeah. Mine got to read the book. Straight to the picture. Look on the back. See what's going on. Put this leg behind your head, and then yeah. Okay. Dang. So you didn't even get the flashcard version? No, I got the I got the book version. I mean, there's pictures in it, but there's just the book. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. AK. AK range. We gotta we gotta move on. Um. <laughs> yeah. So do the do the com- submit the Kama Sutra thing. We would love it. Can Can I start off with the AK range here? Sure. I, I wanna. I don't understand what what is going on with Steven Yeager. Like why why can't DK put Steven Yeager just a little bit cheaper? It feels like they're scared of something with him. Like if I were putting if I were pricing this, I could see Denny McCarthy ahead of Yeager, Cam Davis ahead of Yeager, maybe Aaron Rye. Davis yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean Yeager, if anything, has been really consistent. He's been yeah, very he's consistent. Just, I get that. More consistent than Rye. More consistent than um, what was the one Davis? I mean, David Davis good upside, but he throws in missed cuts like all the time. Well, I know Davis, but still, Davis has a top ten and a T seventeen in his last three events. Jaeger T thirty T thirteen T nine. I get that, but are, are you not at least a little bit surprised that Denny McCarthy isn't priced ahead of Jaeger? Yeah, I I think McCarthy's a little low relative to this field, just a touch, not not by much. He's gonna be super popular, super popular. Yeah, so damn popular. Now we talked about Denny, we talked about JT being popular, and but we mentioned both of them in the betting show. I mean, JT at forty to one is a steal. Denny at thirty five, but it, it may be a chalk fade situation, like. I, yeah, I mean, I don't mind Jaeger. I don't. I, I do think he's a little overpriced. If he's any sort of popular, I'll gladly bounce and play Cam Davis. I like Aaron Rye a good bit. I do too. Um, I just I don't know what it is about Jaeger, but I'm. I just don't feel like when I play him, I get a ton of upside potential because where where they keep pricing him so much higher. Mm-hmm. I let me give you. Can I give you another MKF scenario? Okay. Somebody in the YouTube comments the other day was like, "The MKF thing is terrible." Listen, it's just a it's just a fun way to decide between three guys. So just just give it a rest, okay? We're gonna keep doing it. Um, MKF, Chris Kirk, Adam Hadwin, Taylor Moore. Oh goodness. Well, I can't, I can't kill Taylor Moore. He won a damn bet for him. So did Chris Kirk. And so did Chris Kirk. But you know what? Actually, that that makes sense. I would probably marry Chris Kirk, F Taylor Moore, kill Adam Hadwin. Adam Hadwin's never done anything for me. Ever. Never done anything for me. God, I get so tempted by Adam Hadwin. Why? I played, I played the mess out of him at the John Deere. The mess. That field was so weak, so garbage. H- how? 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 Dude? how? Why? Why? Why do we keep doing that? Because I think it's funny. Um, he's made three out of four cuts at the Wyndham, 10th, 33rd, 51st. I just, the irons and the putter for him, irons have been hot. Putter's always good. He doesn't have to hit it super far here. I, li- I think Hadwin is an interesting pivot. I don't think a lot of people are going to play him. I think he's. I like all three of those guys, honestly. I'm tempted by all three that I just gave you. Taylor Moore yeah. feels like he's got a lot of upside. I think there's some similarities to some Florida courses uh, here at, uh, at Sedgefield. Just the heavy Bermuda. Won the Valspar. 11th, the Heritage. All Bermuda. Dude gained nine strokes putting. Good God. Gained 9.9 at the Rocket Mortgage. Like, he can just go unconscious with the putter. And this is a everybody hits the green and regulation event. So I think Taylor Moore's in. I think there's a lot of good pivot options in the AK. 
I think the 8K is where I could really get some high upside guys that can win, that, that have some warts, but they're going to be skipped over a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Smalley's going to get a ton of chatter. Smalley, Denny are going to be super chalk here. Smalley's going to get a ton of chatter because he's the, he's the local. He's the member. He got it all last year. And listen, last year he paid off. He was 13th, and he was probably in the, he was in the 7K. So, like, maybe even 6K last year. And I get it. And he is playing great. He's playing really well. Strong. Like, it feels like the win could happen at any moment for Smalley. But also, his putter could be so cold. I mean, it's tough to see on his home course, but I don't know. I, I just think there's some really nice pivots here in the AK range. You haven't even brought up Keith Mitchell. who could, I think, potentially could be good coming off a fifth-place finish. I don't like week. Keith Mitchell on a less-than-driver course. I don't know how you can't, you can't figure that out. You think you're saying me or like you as? No, you can't figure it out about me. I don't play Keith Mitchell. I know. I don't understand why you just don't play him. On because like, I mean, his best asset is his damn driver. And if you have to take his driver out of his hand, he becomes closer to the average. And I don't I mean, technically, he's he's not that different in accuracy than Alex Smalley is in this field. I mean, or Adam Hadwin in this field. Yeah. Hadwin's way more accurate, though. Uh, in your mind. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know if that's actually true on the golf course. I mean, I know Keith loves him some Bermuda. God, he finally had a good finish. 3M. I, I don't know. I, I will happily fade a popular Keith Mitchell every day of the week. And the, I, I don't think he's going to be popular, though. Okay. Then I'll fade an unpopular Keith Mitchell here. Okay. I'd rather have Aaron Rye. All right, I think we should. I would bet wheel this one. I don't. Ha, I don't have the bet. The bet wheel has all the stuff from the natural trip on it. <laughs> it. You want to bet wheel it? No, I don't want to. You want to just see it. what would come up? <laughs> no, no, uh, I don't want to bet wheel it, dude. By the way, I'm gonna have to pay off my bet wheel, but I'm waiting until my wife goes to Africa here in about a month. But what gonna, do you have to do? I've got to. I've got to. I've got to do the stash. Oh, yeah. Dude, and, right. I, and I haven't shaved any of this in probably, like, my daughter's never seen me without this. She's eight. She's never seen me without it. The thing is, too, like, dude, my, it took me freaking 35 years for my gaps to grow in right here. Like, I don't. Yeah, but now that you've done it, it'll, it, it literally, you can do the stash and then it'll come back. No, I think I'm going to do the old school baseball shave. So I'm going to shave, I'm going to leave the gaps because I don't want to have to regrow those. Yeah, I'm gonna leave the gaps in here, so it's gonna be like, brant, brant. Uh, and then everything else is gonna be gone. And my wife is gonna be pissed. She's gonna yeah. Be, she doesn't even know about it yet. She doesn't know about. It. She, I'm not. No, I'm gonna do it when I do it. I'm gonna have Colin's video, video me, like walking in mm. and showing her. She's gonna be pissed. And then she's gonna the first couple words out of her mouth are gonna be, "I'm glad I'm going out of town for eight days." That'll be the first couple words she says. She's going to be pissed. What if she ends up liking it? She will like, not. She will not. I've done it. But I did the vacation stash one time. I just, I had this. I did the vacation stash. She goes, hmm, so what you're telling me is you don't want to have any sex this entire vacation. And I was like, no, that's not what I'm saying. It's funny. Uh, I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was good. I thought, I thought it was, was funny. She's like, no. I thought there was something to the stash that told you I wanted more. No, she was like, no, no. You can. She's like, you need to go ahead and shave that off. You just need to be clean shaven, like our wedding day. And I was like, okay. So I clean shaved it. She was dead ass serious. The best thing about the COVID world is that you can do a little more with the, the facial hair, at least in my world, than you used to be able to do. Like in, in my real job world, you can do a little more. Like because oh, like corporate world, you mean? Yeah, because people don't see you sometimes for like you know, because you can still like say, well, I had to work at home for a few days. Like even though it's like this yeah. far, we're this far gone from it, you could still yeah, you could still like go go away for a few days and come back and and yeah, I get it. So. Uh, all right, let's let's move on. 
That's that's everybody in the AK range. Let's move on. Before we do, got to remind everybody to check out our friends at Front9Coffee.com. Front, the number nine, coffee.com. Link in the description. If you use promo code TJ10, you get 10% off every order, and you can use it over and over again. So If you've already ordered, order again. Get some good coffee. These people are good to us. They're good to you. They're just good people. Local small business started right here in Augusta, Georgia. Been supporting us for about a year and a half now. Love coffee. Love golf. Love TJ listeners. You can get it ground, you can get a whole bean, you can get K-Cups, all the above. More new products on the way, including a possible cold brew. You order it, they roast it fresh after you order it, shows up to your door within just a couple of days, and you got some good fresh coffee. Listen, seriously, Frontline's been supporting us for quite a while. It would be nice if you're a regular listener and you like the Tour Junkies, it would be very nice for you to click on the link and just give it a shot. It's not overpriced, it's very fairly priced, great coffee, good people, supporting a good cause. Check it out. Uh, 7K range, Pat. I'll tell you who I'm fading to start. Ready? The okay. first four names on the, set, on the board in the 7K range. Gary Woodland, Patrick Rogers, J.J. Spawn, Vincent Norman. Fading every one of them. Okay, whoa. Whoa a second. <laughs> I, get, I get the first three. But I don't know how we can... I was just can, about to say, can, Vincent Norman is the, is the... I don't know how we can fade double R. Double R Norman. V Norm is the one that I am the most queasy about. I'm the most queasy about it. Historically terrible putter from what we know of him so far. I mean, terrible putter. I mean, look at, look at this season on the PJ Tour. Of all the events he's played, at how many strokes he's gained putting. It's, it's not good. Not good. He had a peak week at the Barbasol at 5.2. He did. His he bet- also hits a lot of balls close enough. He hits a lot of them close. But got to make a lot of putts at Sedgefield. I, I just – and, again, you take away his, his greatest weapon with the driver. Dude hits it really far. So he's going to club down. He's going to be playing from similar spots as everybody else. He's not going to have long iron advantages. He's not going to have – these long-ass par fours and par five advantages. like So I'm just going to hold my nose and do it, but V-Norm is the one that I feel the worst about out of that top four. What? When um... Gary Woodland's probably going to win because I finally jumped off of him. I've literally been playing him for freaking yeah. 90 days. And he's, he's finally going to win. After I've been playing. I, I did not play him last week, but that's only because I could not physically log on to any betting or DFS website from the Dominican. And I thank the Lord, because I would have had him, and he would have missed the cut, and I'd have been mad. Um, yeah. I think I'm kind of done with my whole relationship with Gary Woodland, like my recent one, because I'm going to have another one. But okay. like the recent one, I'm kind of done with. Um. Vincent Norman, though, kind of, I, I don't know why, because I think this is, it's way too early to really say this, but I, but I get, I get kind of, I get kind of Wyndham Clark vibes with Vincent Norman. And I, I feel, because I feel like he is, except he can't putt, Pat. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the thing that Wyndham Clark can do. Yes. But when you, whenever you see Vincent Norman just have some good weeks on tour, I mean, literally, it's, it is fantastic ball striking approach, all that kind of stuff. And then he, it, it comes together on the putter with a putter, which it did at the Barbasol a few weeks ago. But I also, th- I think he is just a super talented player who is, we're, we're not done seeing him. He's no flash in the pan, as far as I'm concerned, Vincent Norman. Like him a lot. I feel like I'll, I'll end up playing him some this week. I know he's going to be hit or miss for me. But he always feels like he's got a lot of upside to me. So, And you know what? He did. Like, even when he won, I feel like he came back. Well, see, they're not putting, like, on the history of this website. Where was it at the, at the Scottish that they played or at the Open? What was it? The Barracuda. Yeah, Barracuda's not in here. He came back, and then the Barracuda had a start. Yeah, he had a I chance. Mean, he he, he, he yeah. was up there. Yeah. 
had a chance immediately following. So yep. I, I don't know. I do like Vince Norman, so I'm I'm probably not with you there. Um, I continue to think you got to play Eric Cole. Just whatever every week. I think I'm out. I don't know why. I mean, doesn't hit a ton of fairways. Um, never played here before. He's kind of simmered. I mean, he's he, he really has. Not. I mean, he's making I mean, cuts. Yeah, he's making cuts, but he's simmered. He always makes cuts. And dude, you gotta you gotta figure that at some damn point it's gonna take a, it's gonna catch up with him how much golf this dude has played. And, and I realized like, he took he took a week off, you know, between the travelers and the jump. Where is he in the standing? Oh, he's got to be freaking. Let me look. I got I got to pull it up right here. He is fortieth. <laughs> he shouldn't play. If he didn't play, he'd almost guarantee he'd be in the top fifty. It's still amazing when you think of the beginning of this year. That it is amazing. Out. So like he's really he's pretty set. Yeah. Like honestly, why is he here? He's never played here. He could use the break. I'm sure like a little bit of rest would do him some good heading into the playoff. He's probably going to get to play all three events. Well, at least the first. Two. He feels like a, just a big time grinder too. That just he does. Golf. He does, which I, I mean, res- he, I he respect. has to be for where he is now versus where yeah. you know. I so. respect, but at some point, God, I mean, it's just got to it's got to catch up, right? But I mean, the the irons and the putter are super good, and that's what you yeah. want here. You just hope that he. I guess what I would want to know is like, is he going to be, is is he going to have the discipline to learn this golf course and to club down when he needs to and to not try to do too much because you have to be in the fairway here. You just have to. Yeah. Um, Charles Schwab, Colonial, another place you have to be in the fairway. It's a short course. He missed the cut. Um, there are a couple of players in here though that I think you on the opposite ends of the spectrum that both missed the cut last week and that also both played well before that. So one is Taylor Pendrith, who missed the cut last week, but then finished sixth at the Barbasol, T14 at the Rocket Mortgage. I don't feel like this is a Taylor Pendrith course. I don't know. Right? But he played well here last year. But he I, did. But I don't either. The other one... Is Lucas Glover. Now, Lucas, god dang it. What is, dude, Lucas Glover. I, I, I can get, I can do it again. I can. I feel like we can get, we can get onto Lucas Glover. Which now is the, so silly. The it, we're being silly billies. We are being silly. But I feel like you can get on, on Lucas Glover again this week. Um, I definitely feel like. He is, he has played the Wyndham. So many times. So many times. Since 2007. Let's see. He missed 2000. He missed 2012. And that's it. He's played every year since 07 except 2012. It's absolutely stupid to me that he doesn't have a better record here. Well, he, he's, I mean, he's only, he's only missed four cuts. I mean, he, it's, he doesn't have it, a lot of high finishes, but that's what his putter does. His putter limits his ability to finish in the top 10. He's but now a- the putter is better, and if there's ever a year for him, this could be it. I mean, this is this is a, literally a guy who grew up in, you know, the the Greenville, South Carolina area. You yeah. know, played at Clemson. You know, so all around this area, Bermuda Greens, Donald Ross courses. He's one twelve, one twelve in the standing. Yeah, got to have a big week. This is a huge week. For I, I can I can do it again. He missed the cut on the number last week. I've already done some digging in this because he was in my yeah. He missed the cut on the number last week. He had a hole. Yeah, number ten, second round. He bogeyed. He hit it to nineteen feet, and three putted. Hmm. He missed the cut by a shot. The Average PGA Tour Pro, three putts. I've already looked at this. Like, this is literally facts. I did this today, okay? The average PGA Tour Pro, three putts from 19 feet, 1.5% of the time. Now, is Lucas Glover your average putting Tour Pro? No, he's way worse than that. So let's just double it. So let's say out of 100 times, he would only three putt 
three times, and he did it that day mm-hmm. to miss the cut on the number. Now, you're like, DB, if you miss the cut, you know, let's say he makes the cut on the number, who knows what he does? Well, yes, your boy Bo Hostler snuck in and made the cut. I don't think on the number. I think he made it by one better than the number. But he was like T650-something when the weekend started. And he shot eight under over the weekend, finished T13. It's like we could be looking at a very different Lucas Glover finish last week, coming mm-hmm. off of three straight top six finishes, had he not three-putted like a absolute bozo from 19 feet. If some butts were candy and nuts, it'd be Christmas all year. Lucas Glover would have three majors. He does have one. He does have one. Um, all right. So a couple others I like in here. Brendan Todd, I like a lot. Uh, yeah, I love so, Brendan Todd. Totally tremendous value at 7,400, but I do think I have him written down as very likely chalk. Yeah. I like Garrick Higo. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in on the Higo thing, the way he's been playing lately, DB. I think you got to look at him. It's, uh, he's an interesting case study. Like, he's one that's turned it up. Over the last, because, you know, we talk about, like, we talk about where they stand in the FedEx Cup, but we don't really know. Like, does that mean that they're going to do better? Or could it mean they're going to do worse? Or could it mean that they don't do any different? We don't really know. I don't know that we really have a way to quantify that. But here's what I do know. I do know that up until the Rocket Mortgage, his year was not very good, and it looked a lot like what we've seen to be a Garrick Higo year to look like. Mm -hmm. Right? Very volatile. Starting with the rocket and volatile, yeah, volatile, 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 volatile. volatile. A lot of times there are words that I say them different. With any time I say them, I do that. I do that with players. Yeah, with names of players. Yeah, yeah, like Grillo. I thought you meant like with the word players. I was like, no, no, like Grillo and Grillo and Grillo. Yeah, yeah, I do that. Yeah. So anyway, if Rocket Mortgage, like something, something starts getting up in his crawl. He's like, shit, I got to do something here. Because he was like way outside of the top 70. It's taken the last four weeks where he's had a 33rd, a 21st, a 19th, and a 13th last week of the 3M to get him to 72nd in the standing. So he is this close. So first of all, like he knows he's got to make the cut. You ha- he has to make the cut, number mm-hmm. one. He's probably got a top 40, I would think, to have a chance at getting in the top 70. So I, I, I could kind of get it. I do think this is a course that's not great for him. Like a guy like Keith Mitchell, I think it takes his best weapon away from him. But it's 7,300. A guy like that who's playing that well, who has a lot to lose if he doesn't have a good week, a lot to gain if he does. I think is an interesting play. All right, two more for me. Okay. Ben Griffin, mm-hmm. 7,200. He's got... North Carolina boy. Yeah, he's got a T20 at 3M. He missed cut the Open Championship, but had a T25 at the Scottish and then a T33 at the Rocket Mortgage. I like Ben Griffin. I agree. Nick Hardy, also the last two events, T13 at the 3M. T twenty one at the John Deere Classic. I think I think Nick Hardy is uh, is one that I'll be interested to see if he comes in chalky. I don't think he'll be chalky. He D. I, I don't think he will be. No. So those are the last two D, in here. I gotta ask you. Do you think people are gonna play Webb? No. You sure? I mean, dude. Why would they play Webb? He's You're making me itch now. <laughs> <laughs> You're making, like, what? He's he's seventy four hundred. Yeah. And if you look at his finishes, like it's not like if you look at his strokes gain data, it's not crazy. Like it's not like oh my god, what has happened? Mm-hmm. He's broken. Everything is just like slightly above or slightly below average. Had a seventh at the Valspar, Copperhead Innisbrook, Florida, Bermuda heavy course. Had a 24th at Arnold Palmer. In fact, his best finishes of this whole effing season are in two Florida Bermuda courses. Now he shows up to the Wyndham, named after, 
that he named his daughter after, that he has absolutely dominated just about every year he's ever played the damn thing. It's just... It's interesting. 7,400. Did I kind of... I don't, I don't even know why you needed to bring him up. I really, I don't think that was... Well, along those lines... A I, nice I, thing to do. I think a better option is $7,600 Billy Horschel. I will no, I like have, that more. I'll, I'll give you that one. I will have Billy Horschel in DFS. We talked about him in the betting show, but I will have it. And I hope, I hope people are like, man, hell no. Billy mm-hmm. Horschel is an interesting value here with a ton of upside. I like it. Uh, Shank is obviously a great value as well. Todd is right there. The, both those guys are going to be chalky, I think. Uh, probably going to have to make a decision between those two. Um, Akshay is interesting to me. North Carolina kid. Coming off the wind, getting shafted in the points. I like Alex Noren a little bit, which I haven't liked all I year. I do. I agree there with Alex. I haven't liked him all year. I like Doug. I got a, I got a favorited, favorited star on him. I like Doug Gim again. Um, I like Davis Riley a little bit. Hmm. Strelman's in there. He's playing well. Anyway, good names in 7K. Let's move on. 6K range, draft, 6K draft, snake draft. Let's get it. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'll start. And I'm going to get crazy off the rails, Pat. I probably have not picked this guy since, actually, let me see. I guarantee you I've not picked this MFR since 2020. Uh, I think I know where you're going here. His coach is Scotty Ham. Scotty Ham has got some players mm-hmm. playing quite mm-hmm. well right now. This guy, in his last two starts, a couple of his best starts of the season. Uh, he's also, like Lucas Glover, kind of from the Carolinas area, almost won here in 2020 at a third-place finish. Even last year, finished 21st. And when he was coming into this event last year, sorry, wait a minute, was that last year? 2022? Hang on. Uh, yes. Coming into this event last year, his form looked a lot like his form does now. Maybe worse. Still finished 21st. I'm going with Doc Mother and Redmond. Mm-hmm. Is that who you thought it was? It is, actually. 6,800. Yep. Old Doc. Okay. I actually had him starred, amazingly enough. Um, all right, I'll go just below Doc at Justin Lauer at 6,800 also. Love that. T36 last year. Really needs to have some good weeks here. Um, has played well recently. Um, made it on the number last week with an eagle on his final hole. Pretty incredible stuff. I like Justin Lauer there at 68. Uh, I mean, it feels like this has to be a Dylan Wu play. Just the value's too good. I do think he'll be popular, but 6,900 D. Wu feels good. So I'll go there. Yeah, I like Playing that. really well right now. Okay. Um, I'll go up to, uh, well, hang on here. I tell you, DB, I, I, I thought this could be potentially where you were going to go. With um, when you went with Doc, but we've seen him play fairly well recently, making three of his last four cuts: forty seventh, sixty first, missed a cut at Barbasol, but had a top twenty last week. T Dunks, Tyler Duncan, sixty eight hundred. Mm. I looked at him. I don't love him. Okay, I don't well. love him, but I looked at him. I did. I did take a look. I'm kind of torn here on this. It's last pick. I'm try- I, I think I kind of got real cute with Doc. I don't know if I want to get as cute anymore with this with this pick. I, I'm gonna go with a really good putter, man. And and he's he's a little bit in the like Taylor Montgomery category. Well, probably better, but like 
hits it a mile, putts really well. Um, but I think Peter Kest, like $6,800 Peter Quest, whatever. I, I like it. He's had some spike putting weeks. Okay. We know he can go uh, low. Proving yeah, that. I, I, don't, I don't mind it. Um, hmm. This is when it gets tricky, DB. You get down into this, this range. Uh, you got a lot of people that you can go with here. I'm actually going to go with a guy that is this, is... this is his season, DB. This is his season. Now, I don't know... Season's on the line. I don't know if... Um, the Amish people love this oh, time of God, year. Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. I don't know if the Amish no, no, people no, no, love no. this Pivot time of year. somewhere but... else. Go somewhere else. You had no, another no. name. You had another name you were meant, to say, you were meant to say Troy, the other name. Amish Troy Merritt at 6,600. No. I want him on this team. Ah. Uh, no. He's on it. He's going to miss the cut, and I'm going to. I don't care. I, he's third in my model, DB. Pat. <laughs> Pat. By the way, who did you say before Merritt? I forgot to write it down. Peter Kest. Peter Kest. That's last winner. I... Troy Merritt. You love Troy Merritt. You love him. No, I don't. Okay, in my model, he's 94th. <laughs> Wait, how can they be so different? <laughs> because your model is fucking broken. Your model uh, is broken. Let me, okay. okay, put it in the YouTube comments. Whose model is broken? <laughs> I just yeah. Troy Merritt in third or Troy Merritt in 94th? YouTube comment. Pat's model right. broken. DB's model broken. That's all I want to know. And listen, uh, you, you, can't, you can't attack that question from the whole thing. Who, like, oh, Pat's won all these units betting, DB. You're no, 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 but where, let's, let's see where the differential lies. Do I really have to defend no, why Troy Merritt is this, this I bad? Really, I don't really want to get into this. But he is, I mean, I'm looking at his last 12 rounds. 12. Yeah, I, just, I went more recent form with him. Yeah, that's called selective statisticking. <laughs> that's selective statisticking. He goes, I mean, look, his top 20s, man, at the Rocket Mortgage and the John Deere. Yeah. Really, really helped him out. What what was it? The Rocket Mortgage was the tournament that he has like this insane record at, right? The Scottish Open kind of kind of messed him up a little bit. He shouldn't have even gone overseas. He did miss the cut at the 3M. Uh, the reason his 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 stats look so good the last 12 rounds are John D and the Rocket Mortgage. T17, is, T17. Hold on. He has played 18 events in the year of our Lord. Sorry, 19 events, year of our Lord, 2023. He has made three cuts <laughs> in 19 events. And one of those was a T65. And the Don't other, forget the two. Tw- the and T-17. the other two are the two that you are waiting in your 12-round model. T17, T17. Are you forgetting the third place finish at the Worldwide Technology Open in 11 6 I said Year of Our Lord 2023. He was hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I mean, you went with Peter Quest. You didn't even know who he was two months ago. Who cares? Yes, I did know who he was because he was an outlaw tour stud in 2020 COVID. Okay, all right. Yes, I did. I'll give you that. But who cares? If look at what he's done. It's the devil. I would rather have the devil I don't know at that point than the devil if I do. Troy know. Merritt makes the cut. I'm gonna do a biggest, the biggest victory lap ever. You're gonna victory lap for him making the cut. That yeah, that, because you said he can't make a cut. I didn't say he can't make a cut. I said he's made yes, three. Yes, you basically did. I said he's made he three of 19. Okay. That's like you saying he's not faking the cut. No, I, I, we need more than a made cut, Pat. We need real. We need like. For t- the 6K guy, you want the guy to make the cut. That would be nice to get six or six. And he's got yes. two top 20s in a row less than four weeks ago. 
Uh, listen, I, I don't think doubt how many top twenties that we bet in the six pack that don't ever even hit the. T- I mean, they don't hit. He he would have hit twice in a row, probably like twelve to one. I don't doubt how crappy my picks have been this year. Okay, and that you're way better than me this year. But I mean, I'm just and saying. and for that reason, for that reason, it would be a fitting end to the regular season. For, yes, it would. For, for Bo Hostler to win because of our debate on the betting show and Troy Merritt to finish runner-up, probably losing a damn playoff. It would be very fitting, and I'm fine with that. If that's how it goes, that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for the fresh start of the PJ Tour season in September. Can't wait. So there you have it. Bo Hostler won, Adam Hadwin too. I mean, not Adam. Why did I say Adam? Did I say Adam Hadwin? Troy Merritt is not Adam Hadwin. They do kind of look alike, though. They They do kind of have the same. Maybe that's what happened. My brain saw that. All right. I don't know if Troy Merritt could have taken a tackle as much as like like Adam Hadwin, just to be honest. Troy Merritt, he's he's a tall guy. He is a tall guy. He's taller than, uh, he's long-necked. He's long-necked. Got a long neck. So there's that. Um, That's a good close to the Amish people are usually tough, too. I think they're tough. Mm, They they work hard. They they work in the sun a lot. They they don't have the comforts of life. You know, yeah, they can box. They can do some boxing. I bet. I mean, Hadwin's wife is like r- running all over Twitter, tweeting and stuff. Like, there's no Amish dude's wife tweeting. Yeah, she drives me crazy. I don't even. I can't even. <laughs> That's the DFS show. That's the Wyndham Championship. That's the end of the regular season on the PJ Tour. Can't believe it, but uh, also ready for a break. So that, and I just came off a break, but I'm still ready for a break. This is what it is. But we'll be back next week for the playoff. Make your screens be green. See you.